Hey guys, welcome to episode 50 of the Playing the Hand You're Dealt podcast. My name is Janelle and with me, as always, is Jai. Hey everyone, happy to be here for episode 50, Janelle? Yeah, dude. This is 50. Right, we're so close to the, the end 5-0. of the year, man. It's crazy. We're almost at our 52 podcast episode goal. And that's pretty crazy. Um, I'm super excited for today's episode. If you guys have listened to previous episodes, you've heard multiple times Jai mentioned competing in a powerlift meet. And he's mentioned that he's not competing alone. He's mentioned training, working alongside, and competing with a really good friend named Brennan, who is actually here with us today, and he's our number one fan. Right, Brennan? How you doing? Yep, number one fan. Grateful to be on episode 50. Thank you guys for having me again. Have you listened to every podcast episode? It's been a minute, man. But you listen yeah. to majority. I have, yeah. Number one fan, for sure. We'll yeah, get you we a started uh, prepping. I haven't really listened to a lot. So. Yeah, we're, we're going to get you a shirt you know, at the end of the year because you've probably, you probably listened to the most episodes, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to need that shirt. Yeah, I'm going to make you a shit, shirt. Shit, now we have to make it happen. Though. Yeah, so this... <laughs> oh, Janelle, you said it. I don't want it. <laughs> so this episode is about both of you guys' very first powerlifting meet, first competition in general, to be honest. And this took place back in November on the 13th in Lancaster, California. And Jai, you've been talking about this meet forever, so I'm ready to finally talk about the whole thing. Yeah, we have a really awesome episode. What Janelle's going to do is an interview-style episode with uh, Brendan and I just answering questions. And to make things interesting, we actually haven't really looked at the script. And these are going to be our raw, honest, quick answers, you know? So hopefully Janelle got some good questions for us. And at the end of the day, we're just going to talk about our experience training for this meet, the meet, and then maybe a little bit after. I'm sure you have a few questions about that. But yeah, Janelle, go ahead. And uh, I don't know if there's anything else. We just get started. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. It's going to be really long. I think probably our longest episode yet. But like you said, the purpose of this episode is to talk about the entire journey of your guys' very first competition. And before we start, I do want to just say, like, I'm happy for you guys. This is no easy thing to do. Thank you. Thank and you. And we're definitely going to break it down from the very beginning of a few months before the meet, the preparation the very beginning, leading up you to said? the meet. And then, yeah. Right, so in 1996, like, when you guys first decided in 1996, oh, I was born. Oh, damn. That's way back. <laughs> and then in 1997, Brendan was born. <laughs> And then in 2004... Yeah, this is going to be like a three-day episode. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll talk about all the fun, the good, the bad, the ugly. But like you said, let's go ahead and get right into it. Sounds good. Wait, the ugly? What was ugly? You and me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe something was ugly. ugly. <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> so let's start at the very beginning, not from 1996, before you guys decided to even compete into a powerlifting competition. Um, Jai, we know you had a goal of working out six days a week this year, which you were doing pretty well at. And Brendan, I think you had a, I don't know what your schedule was, but you were working out pretty consistently also. So I'm curious at what point and why did you two sign up for a powerlifting meet? What sparked that interest? So first of all, let's talk about the time. We signed up in August, 2021, and the meet was in November. And I think that's a little bit important because we can set the stage to answer your question of what made us like inspired pretty much right right uh i would say it's a few things for me personally uh a lot of fitness influencers maybe i follow on instagram and youtube they've been into powerlifting uh bart kwan barbell brigade russell swole and i've always thought it was awesome there's these dudes that don't look like anything they look like regular dudes a little strong but they're lifting big weight and I've always thought about that would be cool to powerlift. In yeah. my head, I've always had that. Like, that would be cool to powerlift. And then it was only talking to Brennan, because you were, uh, you had the same idea. Yeah. But you were training powerlifting, maybe like dabbling in it, right? Yeah, I was training in it, but I never had a goal. And then what really got me into it, honestly, I always wanted to compete in a powerlifting competition, and I would always say it, but I didn't ever, like, look into it. I never even tried signing up. And then when Jai told me, he's like, hey, let's do this powerlifting competition. That's when I was like, oh, let's fucking go. I don't even know. So it was me who came up with it. Yeah. I so you, know. Like, I always wanted to do it. But then you, like, initiated the actual, the event of doing it and signing up. Dang. Yeah. Which, was, which was around August. So it was just a random so day. So to answer your question, 
Yeah, I, I don't know if it was an ad or a YouTube video or something that sparked it. But like Brennan said, it was dormant in both of us. An idea of competing some, somewhat for, uh, for fitness, a fitness competition, specifically powerlifting. We had that in mind, but I don't know what it was that actually sparked the interest. But once it was there, I told Brennan, hey, let's sign up. We don't have a program. We don't know what we're doing, but we'll sign up set ourselves up for like a commitment right. and we'll figure it out along the way. And that's kind of the nature of our relationship. Like there's always stuff that you want to do and I'm always like, oh, let's go. You're my yes you man. Know, yeah, like you kind of start everything and I'm just like, oh, I'm down. Yeah, yeah you're yes man. I love that. I a lot of things, yeah. <laughs> Everyone needs a yes man or yes woman because someone out there has to have the crazy fun idea or any like adventurous idea business idea and then someone needs to be like you know what yeah yes because my like for me i'm not much of a planner like i just like to go with the flow and then it works out because jai likes to plan stuff yeah <laughs> he just goes along for the ride i do like the blueprint and all that yeah i love that so when you guys finally both decided like yo yes let's let's compete in this powerlifting meet did you guys sign up that day i think i had it in in mind for about a week, I, I can think of how our conversations and our relationship is, Brennan. I think I was like, hey, come over Sunday, I got something to talk about. And I like left it at that. Yeah, and just for background, I usually come over and hang out with Jai every Sunday. Yeah. So that's when we talk about important stuff and then chill for the rest of the day. So, so that I, specific week, mm -hmm. I remember you telling me, hey, let's, uh, I think you told me a week prior and you're like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this powerlift meet. And then we met the next week and then we actually paid signed up for it and so i yeah. let it marinate a little bit yeah. that way when you showed up we like are right, we either we're doing it or not exactly okay that was a very exciting day too i remember getting the email the confirmation email uh -huh. and i was so hyped like i just wanted to work out already <laughs> and then screenshotting it and posting it yeah on instagram <laughs> that was awesome so yeah to know we kind of just let it marinate for only like a week and then we kind of just pulled the trigger yeah yeah, Jai, that kind of sounds like you to let it sit for a week. Because I know you, you like to do your research and all that stuff before pulling the trigger on anything. Definitely, yeah. So then with that being said, when you were looking at like the meets and stuff, there's different locations, there's different uh, dates and stuff. Like what made you decide Lancaster in three months? Why not next year or a year from now? You know, what made you decide that one specifically? That's a good question. So like you mentioned earlier, just a second ago, I like to do my research. And during my research, I found out that a good average to train for a powerlifting meet is two to six months. Mm -hmm. And then for an intro, like a beginner, you probably only need like three, four months. So I was thinking three months is probably a sweet zone. That's 90 days. That's a good enough amount. So what I did was I went on the USPA, uh, United States Powerlifting Association, right? I believe so, yeah. I looked on the website, looked at calendars, and Vegas was empty. There was nothing in Vegas except nationals in 22. Which you got to qualify for. Yeah, so. and we, we didn't even sign up yet for yeah. anything. So I was like, whoa, I want to do powerlifting, but there's nothing here. I click, I click our neighbor, California, and there's meat after meat after meat. I'm like, holy shit. The only thing now is to look up these cities and see where they are and how close they are. Right. Palmdale ended up being, or Palmdale, Lancaster, ended up being three months away and closer than LA. I think the drive was three hours. So I kind of just said, hey, if we were to do it, this would be a good time and a good, a good month range. And also it's uh, before the holidays, before Thanksgiving, before Christmas, before New Year's, because at the end of the day, around the end of November, no one really wants to do anything. We kind of check out around late November, to be honest. Like we're slowly starting to just... Yeah, you kind of go into vaca vacation mode. Yeah. And I, th I think the whole world goes like that. You know, you start shopping, you start chilling at home, you're wearing comfortable clothing. And for the most part, at the end of the year, you're kind of just relaxing. So I think that was a good idea to do it right before then. Because I'm pretty sure you're going to have questions about like, what we ate and all that. Yes, definitely. And our diet. And that changed. So I'm glad we got to enjoy Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I that ate That would have been rough. <laughs> I ate a pretty good amount, man. Because imagine if we were cutting. 
<laughs> so yeah. it's a little bit it was a little bit strategic on your part to make sure you were able to enjoy the holidays without having to worry about training and all that yeah i had the idea and then it kind of just came together and sometimes things like that are good you know you just take a risk you plan it a little bit and then it kind of just falls into pieces and i'm really glad you i'm really glad you took the initiative to uh look up these meets and sign up for one in california because honestly if you weren't doing it i probably wouldn't have thought to even go out of state only in vegas yeah yeah Yeah, well that's fun i have one more question about signing up for the meet so when you sign up Another thing you have to consider is choosing your weight class. So how do you guys determine like which weight class you guys were going to compete in? Because from what I know, you guys were two completely different weights at the time when you guys were signing up. <laughs> but you guys still signed up for the same weight class. So I'm curious how that played out. Yeah, well, uh, initially I was like, what, 165, 167, somewhere around there. That's normally Jeez. what I used to walk around at. And we chose to compete at 148. And the reason being is because me and Jai kind of wanted to meet in a weight class in the middle? Because what were you weighing around? 155. 155, yeah, so... Maybe a little bit more. 156, yeah, pretty much more. Yeah, so I was like 10 pounds heavier, but we wanted to meet in the middle. There was nothing in the middle. It was either 148 or 165. Mm-hmm. And a big reason as well is I kind of wanted to cut weight just to, like, I guess have better numbers. Yeah, you know the thing I mean? is, like, you want to be the... You want to be at the top end of the weight class. So, for example, the weight, I think our weight class is like 132. Damn, that's so low. 132 to 148. Yeah. You don't want to weigh in at like 130 or 140. You know what I mean? You want to weigh in at what you want to be right at the top because just like a boxer, just like an MMA fighter, you, you weigh in as heavy as you can. That way you're the biggest and strongest you can. Because otherwise, if we were to compete in the 160s, we would be the lightest dudes there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was kind of the choice. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense because when you're at the the bottom of your weight class, you're then competing with people who are bigger, heavier, and stronger than you. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Versus the other way, which is, yo, we're the biggest ones here. In terms of, like, weight and maybe even body size, but more, more so weight. Yeah, but for anyone that wants to compete in powerlifting, I would suggest for your first one, just compete at whatever weight you're at. Yeah, don't unless compete. unless you're like you have a background in like cutting weight, like you're a wrestler or some combat sport, and you're used to cutting weight and know how your body works. Um, other than that, I would just sign up for whatever weight you're at, make it easier, so you don't have to like really. You could just focus strictly on training and mm-hmm. not so much on like cutting the weight at the same time. If anything, Brendan and I just probably like the additional challenge, to be honest. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so that's awesome. Thank you guys for sharing how you guys even started and considered doing a powerlifting meet. So now I want to talk about your guys' training. And I broke it down in two different sections. I have training with weightlifting and training with your diet. So first I want to talk about weightlifting. So you guys signed up in August. You guys now have three months to train. So now instead of just going to the gym and doing whatever you guys feel like, you now have to actually train specifically to get better and stronger at squats, bench pressing, and deadlifts. And like you said, Jai, you guys had no idea what the fuck you guys were doing at first. So <laughs> how did you train? Was there a specific program you two ended up following? Like, what did that look like for you guys? Yeah, so everything worked out quite well for this particular part because uh, the company I work for, one of my coworkers... He used to compete in uh, in powerlifting, and he had an old program laying around. He's always said, "Hey, Jai, you should compete. You should compete." So when I finally told him I'm competing, and I asked him like, "Hey, do you have a program that you recommend, or what did you do when you were prepping?" and he sent over a program. I was able to adjust the numbers, make it personalized for me. Then I simply copied it, sent it to Brennan. He made it personalized for him. And we kind of just ran with that, right? Yeah, we did that for like three months. 13, 12, 12 13 weeks? Yeah. yeah, something like that. And if it wasn't for my coworker, knowing me, I would have went down a rabbit hole of research <laughs> and the perfect program when really having this one handed to me, I didn't have to think. I just kind of did the work. And it was nice because even now, trying to plan and find a program, it took me a while for the current one we're on now. Right. And for you, Jai, that meant you stopped working out six days a week. And for this program specifically, you went down to working out three days a week, right? Um, I think five. it was four days. Four? Four days. It was four yeah. days a week. And then Brendan and I 
sometimes we had optional fifth days, but definitely at least one rest day. So I went from six to around four. So yeah, I definitely did cut that goal of 300 days this year. Definitely took a big hit around August. It was August, right? Yeah. That's around August. August, that's when uh, I started training at least four days a week. Dang, four days a week. Yep. That sounds so boring. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So. Because in the other three days, we didn't know what to do. Sure. So like I said, like you guys no longer just went to the gym and did whatever you felt like. You now had to get stronger with squats, bench pressing, and deadlifts. So was that all you guys focused on for those next three months is those three workouts specifically? Yeah, pretty much. There's a couple accessories that would just help out our main compound lifts, like core workouts, other like back workouts and whatnot. But yeah, we really just locked into squat, bench, deadlift. And then I think the most important thing was just working on our form. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the program definitely started off slow in the sense that you were doing light effort, a lot of reps before we got to the later weeks and max week eventually, because uh, like Brennan said, the form was important, especially for something like powerlifting, Yeah, where you can lift as much as you want, squat, bench, deadlift, but if you're not reaching parallel on squat, you're bouncing the shit off your chest on bench, or you're deadlifting with your back. Or you don't lock out your knees. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But it's uh, it's all about form because good form is what matters in the competition. Everything else gets a red light. So having the focus on form was definitely important for those three months. Yeah, and something cool that you guys kind of did to hold yourselves accountable and each other accountable is you guys would record your workouts and share them in a share drive and kind of look over it and kind of, I think you guys probably critiqued each other on like how you guys can improve and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. I didn't even know I told you about that. I think it was on the last time I was on this. Yeah, I think you showed me your share drive. You kind of just scrolled through it. And I, I remember, Brendan, you said it, it helped you stay focused on the training itself is because you noticed Jai put his videos in the share drive. And now you're like, oh, shit, I better do my workout today and put mine in the share drive. Yeah, because before being on a program and having a goal of like a powerlifting competition, if I didn't want to work out a certain day, I, I wouldn't work out, you know what I mean? But then like with this specific schedule, I knew what days I had to work out. And then it never even came across my mind to skip a day. So whenever, and then it would also help like seeing Jai put up his, his videos because I'm like, it would get me kind of hyped up, kind of excited to get to the gym because he would go early in the morning and I'd go, you know, like normal time in the morning, 11 a.m. Normal time. Yeah. <laughs> so it was always something to look forward to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's awesome. Did you? Is there anything I'm missing on training via weightlifting that I'm missing before we move on to talking about your guys' diet and weight cut and stuff? I have something really big I want to point out. Okay. We've mentioned a lot about the program, but I think personally, I would love to hear Brennan's thought on this, but personally, the best thing about the program was telling me what weight to do. Uh, telling me four sets of eight three sets of 15, two sets of 10, like all that is good and fancy. That's what I was running for two, three years beforehand. And it was up to me to choose the weight. When it's up to me to choose the weight, it fluctuates. If I'm having a good day, I'm going heavy. If I'm having a bad day, it's light. If, you know, I don't feel like going that heavy, then I just won't. This program told me what weight to do, how many reps and how many sets. And I think that took the guesswork out of it. It humbled you a little bit, but it also made you train in a way that each week got harder and you can see the progress versus just randomly putting on weight there because you like quote unquote feel like it. There was a method to the madness. Exactly, and you'd be more mentally prepared going into it because you can see what you're working towards. Mm -hmm. yeah. As opposed to, I'm, a, I'm gonna go to the gym and lift and depending on how I feel, I may lift heavy, I may not. Yeah, but like, with that there, it was just a set number. We knew what we had to do, so it was easier to prepare for it. Like some days I would go to the gym, I feel like maxing today. Exactly. Or I feel like doing 10 reps and eight, you know, eight sets. It was really just whatever the fuck I wanted to do. And it, there was no structure, which I think is why I didn't see a lot of strength gains that I saw during these past three months. 
That's a that's a really big and good point that you brought up. It takes out the guesswork and it takes out your emotion too. So regardless if you felt tired or lazy or not up to lifting some heavy shit today, you still had to because that's what your program was telling you to do. Yeah, if I didn't feel like lifting whatever weight, I had to. It was on the program, not just the sets and the reps, but the weight. There was a there was a goal at the end of each workout to be accomplished. Squat this many reps this many sets at this pounds. It adds an extra, like, critique or extra, I don't know what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And I think that also kind of comes to helping you train specifically to the numbers that you wanted to hit in the powerlifting meet itself, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was a lot about weightlifting. Thank you guys for sharing about that. But along with weightlifting and getting stronger, a portion of the training is also paying attention to your diet and what you're eating. Brandon, I think you had to lose, like, based on what the numbers you said, you had to lose almost, like, 20 pounds, right? Yeah, I think it was around, like, 17 pounds to get to the weight class. It ended up being, like... 17 pounds, dang. What I don't remember. I started at 167, and we weighed in at 145. You're fucking crazy. I don't know what math that is. But now that I look at you now, like, it's not, it's not that crazy. Like, if you think of the numbers, it sounds crazy. But if you look at you as a person... You probably are more comfortable around like 150. Yeah, 150 for sure. Because when I was at 145, even Janelle mentioned something when we were shopping. She was like, you look like you're starving. And (laughs) you were absolutely right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a lot of weight to lose in three months. And Jai, you had to lose some too, but not as much as Brennan. I'm curious, like, what certain diet or meal plan maybe you guys followed during those three months? Was it strict? Did you eat whatever you want? Maybe counted your macros? What did diet look like for you guys during those three months i think for me i just went to trader joe's every week and bought healthy foods i didn't track macros for this weight cut i just kind of just started eating healthy because for me it wasn't that hard like when i look back at it i was pretty chubby and then just eating healthier because i would eat everything i wanted back then and just work out but now i have a better idea a better understanding of my body I ate a lot of, like, salads. All this stuff started to, like, I would look forward to eating salads. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'd come home from work. I did a lot of... Uh, really? You you didn't, start to, you didn't start to hate salads because you had to start eating them so much? No, I started to love them more. It was kind of <laughs> weird. Like, I fell in love with salads, Greek yogurt, all that stuff. Well, that's good for you then because it makes that whole process that much easier when you actually love what you're eating and not uh, not hating it. Yeah, everything just looked so good. Tortilla wraps and whatnot, delicious. I'm kind of on the same uh, the same method as Brennan. I was eating a little bit less, healthier. Uh, and then probably one thing I cut out was a lot of like the simple snacks that I would have. Like for example, when, if I have coffee, I like to have like a muffin with my coffee. During the, during the cut, no more muffin, just coffee. It was like small things like that that really added up. Uh, along with a lot of cardio. Yeah. Dude, a lot of fucking cardio. Yeah. <laughs> this that man was, was on the Stairmaster like five 20, days a week. 20 minutes before the workout and then 20 minutes after. So we definitely both. I would say the cardio probably... No, I think the weight, the diet was good, but the cardio was like the icing on top. You know what my secret weapon is for uh, dieting? Oh, Diet Coke. Yeah, diet, yeah, diet, di- any diet, diet soda. sodas. <laughs> I, 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 if I would get hungry, I'd eat. I mean, I'd drink like a soda and have some rice cakes or something. <laughs> that shit's so sad. And and a banana. I don't know. That's, that's it, yeah. the go-to snacks. Yeah, Janelle, it wasn't a very fun time for me personally. Why is why is diet <laughs> soda a secret weapon? Did that help you like stay full or get full? Um, it would just like just the act of putting some like consuming anything would kind of like push off like my I wasn't ever feeling like super hungry I just missed it wasn't that I was like starving it was more that I missed all the foods that I used to be able to eat like specifically like donuts and Korean barbecue donuts and Korean. but you know I would when I locked in I would just have anything to kind of curb that those thoughts so like just having a soda with like a Greek yogurt and bananas whatever rice cakes it made me not really think about that stuff it helped you like keep a balance in a way huh yeah that's awesome and then like also i was i was kind of like not spit like what is it called well i was like kind of fasting unintentionally mm-hmm. but it was just because the way my work schedule is so i'd wake up go to work at three thirty a.m and then for the four days that we worked out after work i would go to the gym 
and I wouldn't eat yet. So I'd be done with the gym around like 2, 3 p.m. So from 3.30 a.m. to like mid-afternoon, I wouldn't really eat. And my body got used to it. I don't know if that's healthy or not. <laughs> but it felt good to me because because typically I work out fasted anyways. Me too. I just I don't like, like to eat before I work out. Yeah. And so it kind of worked out. If I would eat later in the day, I would not like I, I would stay busy so that I wouldn't eat. True. Staying busy helps. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Jeez, and so then I would just go home, eat a salad and get some good protein in. Brennan, how did you focus on losing weight, but still making sure you were eating enough to lift heavy because from what i understand i mean correct me if i'm wrong they suggest eating like a lot of carbs when you lift heavy but i also know when you're trying to lose weight they tell you to cut down on carbs right yeah it was kind of like a weird balance um i wasn't too i wasn't too like focused on really eating a lot i guess i think i was more focused on on the cutting weight than i was lifting heavier yeah me too because you know, it was our first meet. I wasn't, I had numbers in my head, but to me, anything that I hit is going to be a PR because it's our first meet, you know? Yeah. And the numbers, so that, the numbers didn't matter if we didn't make weight. Yeah, exactly. And that kind of just sets the baseline for future meets. So it's not, I wasn't too worried about trying to get super strong and get heavy numbers. I was just focused on cutting the weight and trusting that, you know, I could still hit decent numbers and it all worked out pretty well. Yeah, that's true. That makes sense. You the numbers don't matter unless you make that that weight cut. So that was the beginning and the preparation leading up to the meet. Now, before we get into the meet itself, is there anything you guys want to add that I might have missed? It was really nice to have tunnel vision on the the goal. Like it was very easy to like Brennan said, I don't have to think about the gym. I don't have to think about skipping it. It was just it's what I did because this goal at the end was this meat. And I think the training, the diet, everything kind of funneled in perfectly that allowed us to just narrow sniper focus on this meat. And I think that was a, I don't know, definitely you and me, we were focused, dude. For yeah. three months, we were like, we were zoned in and there was nothing stopping us. I think it, it helped me stay consistent because for you, that wasn't really an issue, especially with since you already had the goal of training 300 days. Mm -hmm. For me... If I look back, I can check my like calendar on the EOS app when I used to go there, and I could see the days I would work out each week, and there would be like a stretch, like stretches of like months or weeks where I would go like five, six days, and then there would be like a month where I would only be there like you know five days in that month. Mm. With this, I kind of, it, I just, it didn't even feel like I had to like try. Yeah, I kind of like revolved my life around my gym schedule as opposed to the other way around. Yeah. Because it was a priority now. Yeah. And it, it was nice to have that priority. I think that's the last thing I would say, Janelle. Yeah, well, I do have one more question with that being said. So you had the program to help you focus in more. Did it make a big difference having each other doing the same program together, uh, competing in the same meet? Like having each other to, like, I guess, hold each other accountable and just be there for each other. Did that help a lot? Absolutely. I mean, like, just for example... I think the most hype I got during this meet, or just during the whole process in general, was seeing Jai's third attempt on deadlift. Because that was like already, a, wasn't your second attempt already a PR? Yeah. And then you hit your third attempt, and I was so ready, I was, because I was next up, and I was like jumping up, I was hella hype, you can see it in the video. And then Jai lifts it up, and it, it looked like he was just Flies. picking up paper. And then you can see my reaction. I was like, what the fuck? Because I was shook. I was like, I've never seen never, you acting different, Jai. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Definitely having that person there with you. Because from day one, we signed up to the meet. We only trained maybe one or two days a week. Yeah. But the videos, the texting, and then also uh, every Sunday, it was nice to have like a recap. Like like uh like like we said earlier, we meet on Sundays. We'll hang out. We'll drink a little bit, play some pool. But we also always make a little bit of time to just mention our training is going. Like your training was pretty fun. That was pretty hard. Get ready for next week. It's kind of tough. Or like we would just help each other out. And it was nice to have that person to talk about it with. If that Absolutely. makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. It was a. Uh, we just held each other accountable. Mm -hmm. Not like in in a kind of passive way. Like for you, I didn't want to. I didn't want to, in my, in my head, I didn't want to let you down, you know, like, mm 
Mm-hmm. Oh, you've been working hard and I'm here eating donuts and not <laughs> doing what I'm supposed to do. So I locked in yeah. because you were locked in, you know? There's definitely also a little bit of a friendly competition because at the end of the day, we are in the same weight class. He is like, we already had this idea that he was going to get first and I was going to get second. But it was just how close can I get to him while well, he's trying not to let me get too close. Yeah, I'm trying to get away and you're trying to, yeah. you're trying to close the gap pretty much. Yeah. But so. it was a very, like, emphasis on friendly competition. We're not yeah. out here trying to, like, take each other's heads off. It was very uplifting, actually. It was quite the opposite. Yeah, that accountability is huge because you could sign up for the meet yourself and you could do this program yourself. And you could also miss a day and no one would know unless you told them. But with having each other... Brennan would know if Jai missed the day. Jai would know if Brennan missed the day. And then you probably would get each other, get on each other about that. And that will help you boost your motivation again. So that's super cool that you guys had each other to go through this with. Yeah. Wait, quick question. Did you miss a day during the three months? No. no. I didn't miss a single day. Didn't miss a day. I was on vacation. I did all that. I had to like. You went on a couple. You you were out of town a lot, weren't you? So some days I would do them four days back to back. Yeah, I remember. That way the end of the week I can take off. But yeah, I I didn't skip a day. Damn. Yeah, so with that being said, we went through the beginning, the preparation of weightlifting and dieting. And now this is the fun part, traveling to Cali from Las Vegas. You guys had weigh-ins on Friday, and the competition was on Saturday. So we drove out to Lancaster, Palmdale to, on, um, on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So me and, yeah, me and my girlfriend rode with you, Jai. And then Brennan, in your car, you had yourself, your girlfriend, and your cousin. Yep. And to be honest, that drive was not bad at all. It was only three, is it three and a half hours? No stops. I've seen some llamas on the way. I know you guys missed out on that because it was dark, but <laughs> yeah. it, was, yeah. it was a cool drive. But like Brennan mentioned earlier, I didn't think, I never even thought of going out of state for like a fitness competition. But now that we're in the fitness world now, it happens a lot. It's like, hey, it's just done. It's just if it means that much to you, the state right over. Yeah, especially like being in Nevada. Mm-hmm. Um, I there's not a lot here that comes up, but I mean, I guess there is. But in California, they're set for like the whole year. They have their stuff mm-hmm. already shown, and it's right there. Even stuff like Arizona. Arizona has more meets posted than us. Yeah. So like that quick drive, like you said, you know, that three hours, we could easily do that to a different state and compete if the timing lined up and if, uh, what was it called? If it was close enough, you know? So it was definitely, Lancaster was not far from Las Vegas. And it it was a pretty good experience driving there, competing there. Absolutely. And Janelle, thank you for coming through and supporting us. That was great. Thank you. Of course, I had so much fun watching you guys and just being there for you guys. And um, what was I gonna say? Shit, I was about to say something, Brennan, you made me forget. (laughs) My bad. Hey, take I take it back. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but, oh, I was going to say, I feel like it was actually like way more exciting to actually go out of town, out mm. of Las Vegas to go to your guys' first competition. I mean, we had to plan the entire trip. We all got an Airbnb together. We all had to drive out together. And it was just a different environment that whole weekend. And I felt like that pumped you guys up maybe a little bit more. It was just more exciting to be out of Las Vegas, out of our comfort zone, you know? Definitely true, because if it was down the street, I would call Brennan in the morning. We would drive together. I would pick him up, or he would pick me up. We would go there, lift, and then just, hey, man, see you later. Probably just go home after. <laughs> and you're right. Yeah, like making a weekend out of it. Because we're never going to have a first powerlifting meet ever again. That mm-hmm. was the first one. And I think going out of state, doing the Airbnb, being surrounded by people that we care about, that support us, that kind of enhanced the first experience even if we did bad, it would still be good because of all that added too. But the fact that we did good, it was a good experience, a good weekend, a nice little vacation. It kind of just played out really good. Yeah, and we all got an Airbnb together, which I don't know about you guys, but it was literally perfect and it was a lot of fun. Um, I also want to talk about the car ride there or actually that Thursday in all. You guys had weigh-ins Friday morning, which meant you guys weren't eating very much on Thursday. I want to talk a little bit about that because you guys were like starving that day and I felt so (laughs) bad for you guys. You guys seemed so miserable. On the car ride there, Jai, you only had a rice cake and a banana and you were excited about that. But I was like, dang, that's all he gets to eat. (laughs) Dude, same. (laughs) I I could tell you exactly everything I ate that day. I still remember. Go go ahead. I I would love to hear it. Uh, 
Good, good, good. Just start in the morning. In the morning. I don't remember what time I left. I think I left Vegas around like two. Wait, so you didn't Two eat? or three. Um, I actually did eat right before, maybe like an hour or two before I left. It was just like a bowl of turkey chili, macro friendly, you know. And then on the way there, I had like two rice cakes and a banana. And then at the end of the night, me and Jai had a protein bar. We I think we had it. one and a half. We, oh, we just made had, one yeah, and a half. Yeah, one yeah, and a half protein bars. That was it. And then I went to sleep. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't eat anything really. Yeah. My mine was pretty similar. The ride there, rice cake, banana, dinner was the protein bar, and then the breakfast was like super light. Maybe like a yogurt. I don't know. That was it. Dang, you ate less than I, I did. That was probably it. Yeah. But I also wait. Oh, I also ate a a forty five calorie tortilla before I went to sleep. So. Just one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just one. So yeah, Janelle, that was the uh, the day of what we ate. Yeah, man, that shit was sad. I think as soon, uh, shortly after we started the drive, Jai ate a banana, and he's like, okay, in two hours, I could eat this rice cake. <laughs> and he literally counted down the minutes until he could eat that rice cake. I was like, oh, man, this is miserable to watch. <laughs> it was worth it, though, worth it, for sure. Yeah, and um, in hindsight, we had we had actually more room to eat because we weighed in, like, three pounds less than the limit. Our, uh, what's the word, not commercial, but our, like, home scales weren't calibrated the best so they were actually a little bit they were telling us we're heavier than the competition scale that we weighed in on so we were basing everything on that so when we showed up to the meet we were actually a lot lighter than we thought so we had more leeway but better safe than sorry you know right yeah and it's crazy so that friday morning you guys went to weigh-ins and brennan at the beginning of this episode you said you weighed about 167 when you first started training yeah. jai you were 156 but that Friday morning, you guys weighed exactly the same. I think that's insane. Yeah, I think I was like point maybe something. like point yeah. two, point three pounds less. But yeah, it was one forty six. One forty six. No, no, one forty five. We were one forty. Yeah, because I remember I was like, "This is my weight on my license," which was from high school. Jeez. <laughs> Damn, so, yeah, from high we, school. We weighed in. Yeah, I haven't weighed <laughs> that little since <laughs> high school. Wait, quick question, Jai. What? How much do you weigh now? 152, 150 to 154, somewhere around there. Okay, I'm like 155 to 157. You're comfortable, most, yeah. I'm comfortable. But honestly, I want to say real quick that after like after the meet, I ate so much that like I don't want to do that again. <laughs> like I, I've just been craving like healthy food recently. Wow, really? That's super cool. Yeah, after the meet, when we drove back to, well, actually after that weigh-in, you guys came home and... Oh, we were, we were hungry. Yeah, Josie had a big breakfast <laughs> oh. ready for you guys. And you guys ate so much. I think you guys were kind of miserable from being so full. That was great. Dude, garlic fried rice <laughs> hit different. That those, was those, what kind of muffins were those? Blueberry muffins. Just the, the box kind. Nothing crazy. Yeah, Those were, were awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brendan, the moment we got to the uh, the Airbnb, I was, I was waiting a little bit to eat. And then Brendan starts opening uh, some snacks. I think uh, I opened a pack of M&M's or something. M&M's, goldfish. You were yeah. just eating a little of everything. Yep. And after that, you had breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> so we definitely were waiting for that meal for about a week. And it was a perfect meal to start off with. Yeah. Yeah, that, that sounded like a lot of fun for you guys. So that Friday, it was kind of chill. You guys went to weigh-ins. We all just, it was like a lazy day for everybody, kind of. We all took a nap. We went to the mall later. Then, Jai, you went to go visit your grandparents, which was an hour away. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it was a light Friday because you guys then had the meet the next day for sat on Saturday. So, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about the meet itself. I know you guys have been waiting probably all episode to hear about this. So we all woke up that Saturday morning around 6 o'clock. We took a nice walk to the, um, like a little local donut shop. Well, yeah, and that did. was like yeah, a really yeah. nice way to start the day, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Coffee and donuts. And then after that, you guys had to get ready for the meet because you guys had to check in, I think, at like 8 o'clock or something, right? 7.30? Yeah, something, yeah. something like that. We had to do that meeting. Uh-huh. Lifters meeting. Yeah, so you guys had to leave a little bit earlier than us to get situated for the meet itself. And also, Brennan, your cousin was meeting you guys there, and he was actually your guys' coach for the meet, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. funny story. He went to the wrong gym initially because me and john made the same mistake yeah because yeah. we went the day before to weigh in and then the next day we're like it seems like we're going the wrong way it didn't seem familiar yeah. yeah and for some reason we just yeah we were going the complete opposite way but then my cousin ended up 
going to that gym instead. So he was a little bit late, but still came through. Oh Coach came through. Coach came through. Coach came through. So that morning, getting ready for the meet itself, were you guys feeling like any type of nerves at all? Absolutely not. <laughs> I, no. I was just so excited. I, I remember the moment, like, the nerves hit, but I'll talk about that later. I think uh, I, I can also talk about that, too, when you do. But for the most part, the morning, driving, getting ready, putting on the, the uniform, packing the bag, it was nothing too crazy there in terms of nerves or uh, excitement. It was kind of just like another day going to the gym. Oh, for you? I was, I was like... Really? I would have shit my pants. That's how excited I was. <laughs> yeah, so... Or because you ate so much the day before. Yeah. <laughs> Had to get the carbs in. But yeah, I was excited more than anything. Okay, so you guys weren't nervous yet. So we headed there about maybe an hour and a half after you guys. And I've never been to a competition before in real life. But walking into the gym, like I felt, I don't know what I felt. I felt fired up. <laughs> the energy was crazy. There was a lot of people there supporting the competitors. And me and the other people we were with, as soon as we walked into the gym, we were like, man, this makes us want to get our fitness shit together, you know, <laughs> being around that environment of people who got their fitness shit together. Um, yeah, and we got there almost at the perfect time. Jai, you were actually about to do your first squat. Yeah, mm -hmm. I remember that because you were walking up and then I was like, hey, there's Janelle. Janelle, you're the first person I saw from the group. And I was like, oh, perfect really? Timing. Yeah, I was excited. Yeah. I was like, hurry up. We got to go. We got to get in there. We got to get good seats. Got to make sure we're, we're watching them, you know? I mean, yeah, the energy was super high for us. You guys said you weren't nervous yet and during check-in. So at what point did you guys like feel nervous or hyped up or I don't know. Tell me about the emotions you guys were feeling. Uh, first of all, I'll start off by saying warm-ups. I had no idea what to expect. And it wasn't what I expected. It was every man for himself. Man and woman. Every man and woman for themselves in the back. And then you just go. Yeah, we kind of... Here's 10 minutes, here's 15 minutes. And I wasn't really nervous, but I was like skeptical. I was like, shit, is this enough time to stretch? Shit, am I going to be warmed up? Like, it, it was a lot of questions because uh, I didn't know what I was doing. And I was, I was a little bit nervous because I didn't know what I was doing. And definitely nervous. Oh, dude, I was shaking for my first squat. Yep. I unracked it, and I was like, there's a crowd in front of me. <laughs> I think, like, that That right after not really prepping and warming up the way I would like to with the way I'm used to. Yeah. Like, no one's ever like, yo, you got 15 minutes, go. And then the, the, the squat you want to use, someone's on, or you're working in with people, and it's not the best warm-up you can get. But it was definitely... Uh, it definitely leaded up to the moment of me getting super nervous for the first squat of the meet. The first lift of the meet, I was I was pretty pretty, pretty nervous. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of agree. I mean, for me, the warm-ups, like, it wasn't what I expected, but it was whatever. You know, like, mm -hmm. I felt like we could still get a good working, a good workout in. Mm -hmm. And for me, the moment that the nerves hit was right when I touched the bar, not when I was walking up, right? The moment I touched the bar on my first squat, cause I reached for the bar with both of my hands and then I felt myself shaking already. And I was like, oh shit, it's real. Um, and, and obviously like you wanna hit your first lift cause if you don't hit your first squat, you can't go up and wait. Mm -hmm. And then if you miss that weight three times and you're out of the competition, so. It's just a lot in our minds. I think we even lowered our, our opening yeah, weight just because we, sure. <laughs> we, yeah, we were nervous. We were nervous. Well, like yeah, I just didn't want to. I didn't want to bomb out. But yeah, right when I touched the bar, my arms were shaking, yeah, and shaking. I was like, shoot. I man. think that was probably for me too. I didn't wasn't paying attention, but I'm pretty yeah. sure if I was that nervous, I was probably shaking a little bit too. But then, um, yeah, after that, it kind of just went away. Yeah. yeah, after the first squat, I was good. After the first squat, it's just like. You're just working out. There's just more eyes on you this time. <laughs> yeah. After that first squat, instead of the nerves being there, now it was just adrenaline. Like, you were just excited and pumped to lift that bar, huh? Yeah. yeah. It was also really exciting to see other people in our flight mm -hmm. lifting weight. It's That's, like, we talk about it all the time, the powerlifting community. Everybody was so uplifting, and everybody just wanted each other to succeed and hit yeah. our lifts. You're like, hey, nice lift, fist bump, high five. And other people were telling you, hey, nice lift. Nice. Yeah, exactly. It was Even a, it people was in the crowd, like, I yeah. would walk up and they're like, man, that was nice. And I'm like, sick, oh, thank you. Oh, dude, that's cool. Yeah. Right, it's like all these random people just cheering you on and want to see you succeed. Like, even I was in the crowd, 
I was like yelling other people's name as they were lifting, like like I knew them personally. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it, it was a really cool environment to be around. That's super awesome. I want to know, did the crowd play a part in your guys' performance? I mean, from the the platform that you guys are on, there's already a, a row of seats and people like almost immediately right in front of you. Was that intimidating at all? Um, for me, I can honestly say that I don't remember honestly like seeing the crowd that much. I like when I locked in, I they kind of just disappeared. Like I could hear you guys. Like I couldn't hear anything specifically. I just knew like it there was people talking and it was getting kind of loud, but for the most part, everything kind of just faded away and I was locked in on the bar in front of me. I think that's similar to me too. Heard the crowd, nervous about the crowd. And then the moment the timer started, it was like, it got a little quiet. I don't know, like personally, like you said, everything kind of fades out. And then in my head, like things got kind of quiet and it was just focus time. Like, I'm pretty sure it was loud in there, but I don't really remember it being that loud. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. There's, like when you're up there, there's kind of just like a moment of peace in your head, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Like, there's, there's no more thinking. There's no more nervous. It's There's no more nothing. It's just... It was literally do just it. do what you've been doing for the past three months. Yeah, yeah, just make yourself, just imagine yourself like in your gym, just you lifting, no one else is there. A technique I saw a lot of the competitors do is they actually looked up at the ceiling instead of looking straight towards the crowd. Oh, that might have helped. I, I was looking, I didn't know what to look at, so my eyes were kind of moving around. I was trying to focus on like the back wall. Yeah, that's what I did. But my eyes were kind of just shifting. Yeah, I I told you, there was like a flag and I was focusing on that. Yeah, you told me you're like, hey, just yeah. look at the flag. Mm -hmm. but yeah i don't know i couldn't help but look <laughs> around i wasn't looking at faces yeah that's awesome so so squats was the first workout and i think for you guys you guys hit every single lift that you guys wanted to there's three lifts in that workout and you guys hit every single one right i actually missed my third we both missed yeah oh third. we both missed our yeah. third yeah yo your third was the hardest fight ever yeah i, w I didn't want to drop i knew i wasn't gonna like get it up but i didn't want to just like give up you know yeah. i wanted to just like hold it there for a minute i don't even know what happened to mine i folded i went down and on the way up i just went forward i don't yeah. know what happened but yeah yeah mine... you started moving forward and that's that's when they picked you up they're yeah. like okay he's he's going down yeah he's going down <laughs> brendan on the other hand this man was he went down perfectly on the way up it was fast and all of a sudden it was like yeah, I he just hit a wall <laughs> he just got stuck someone put a ceiling above my head <laughs> and he just kept pushing kept pushing for a good like Honestly, four or five seconds, which is a long time. Maybe like three. I don't know. That was a long time, though. And yeah, then I, I mean, like, in the gym, I probably would have bailed sooner. But yeah. knowing that there's three spotters here, just I was like, yeah, let me just might as well try. <laughs> yeah, so another strategic thing you kind of have to think about when you're competing is the numbers that you put for each rep, I guess. Um, when you guys put in your numbers, did you guys put in your maxes, your PRs? Like, did you guys know what you were doing when you were putting your numbers in? Yeah, so we met up a week before this. Yep. We had a nice we had a nice lunch with coach and then we planned our numbers. Like, hey, bench, squat or squat, bench, deadlift. These are around where we want to be for first or second, first attempt, second attempt, third attempt. And it was like a not a blueprint, but like a recommended, hey, I think I can do this progression. Yeah. That way during the meet, even if all hell broke loose and we changed the numbers, we at least had something to revert back to. Yeah, I think we had a plan A and a plan B. Yeah, like, hey, things are feeling good, plan A. Hey, shit's heavy, or I'm nervous, or I'm tired, plan B. Right. That was the idea. Yeah, so that was smart to plan ahead of time, so that way you're not, you don't feel pressured the day of in case something else went wrong. But I'm curious for your third, uh, your third rep, did you guys put your max numbers or did you go a little bit above or below your max numbers? Because I know some people during competitions, they actually hit PRs, meaning they go above their actual maxes. What did that look like for you guys? I'm going to let Jag go first because this is a little more exciting. Uh, I PR'd on everything <laughs> except wow. uh, I PR'd on squat and deadlift. So what I did was my current PR was around my second attempt. It was in between my first and my second I think. For example, Janelle, I want to give a little bit of a progression here so you can see what's going on in my head and how we planned everything. Okay, let's do it. My current squat max was 325, right? What I did was my first PR, my first lift in squat was something easy, 200, 300, pretty, pretty light. My second one was 330. That's already higher than my 
than my current max. My fourth one, I went for a fuck it, 341 pounds. So I already PR'd on the second one, even before the third. And that's kind of the mindset I went into it. My PR, my current PR was around my second attempt. And the third one was kind of like, let's have fun with it, let's go for it, kind of yeah. thing. Like, like a YOLO attempt, I don't know. But that's how I personally did it. And I think that was a good way for me personally, because uh, it, it, it was nice to get in a, a PR in the second attempt and then not feel like I need the third. The third was more for, for shits and giggles. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I like that, actually. That's a good strategy. Oh. Uh, mine was a little bit different. Mine was not a PR. My third attempt was actually like six pounds less than my PR. It was, well, let's start off with my first attempt. So I started off, I think it was around like 335, 340, mm -hmm. somewhere around there. My second attempt was 363. And that one, it felt good. It went up. Um, my max squat, like all time, was is 391. So that was that was my original third attempt, but then I told Rex because he was he was doing all our numbers for us, like telling the the meet people what our attempts were gonna be. Mm -hmm. I told him I was like I'll go a little bit lighter for this one. So my my third attempt was supposed to be 391. I dropped it to 385, and I still missed it. You know, for whatever reason, whatever reason. the nerves maybe that were there that I couldn't tell, but technique power could have been yeah. everything. Yeah. So. It wasn't there, but felt good. Yeah, hey, it's all good. It is what it is. Man, you guys are beasts. Well, congrats to you, Jai, for hitting a PR with squats at your first meet. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, so the next workout was bench press. Let's talk ah. about that a little bit. How did you guys perform, and how did you guys feel going through it? We don't need to talk about yeah, that. Let's skip. Next, no, I'm just next. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Go ahead, Brennan. Uh, me and Brennan are very similar in how we performed during the prep during the meet and even kind of our thoughts now so i'll just let him kind of speak for oh us. in terms of bench yeah just, yeah so just our, give him the story yeah yeah me and jai we we don't have the strongest chest tricep muscle combination i guess but you know we just wanted to hit over 200 pounds on bench that was the goal yeah. yeah so our first attempt was around 187 felt good did yours feel good mm -hmm. felt easy, easy, easy. right Went up to 203, yeah. which is a number we hit in prep all the time. Yeah. I think we even hit it for reps. And for some reason that day, our second attempt, we could not hit 203. The weights were just heavy that the day. The weights were heavy. <laughs> yeah. And then we, had to, we tried again for our third attempt at 203. Still didn't move. So, you know, going into it, I was like 209, maybe 215 if I'm mm -hmm. feeling good. I think we yeah. had the same the same goal, but we didn't think the 203 would stump us. Yeah, we were like 203, whatever. And then 209, that's our third attempt is what we were debating. 210, yeah. But also, I think we had a, not the best mindset going into that one because warming up for bench, we were already like, oh, let's just get this over with. <laughs> like, we're done. Like, we're just waiting for deadlift now. We didn't really take it seriously. Oh, that's what it that's what it was. You guys had that mindset already of like let's just get through it. Let's just get the shit over. Yeah. Maybe. We know. we were just excited for deadlift, I think, at that point. Yeah. And we were also, like you said, maybe too focused on a head where we needed to focus on the task at hand. Exactly. We were like, hey, third attempt, two ten, two fifteen. What do you think? We were thinking about it, talking about it, like visualizing it. We were too busy and the two oh three came came out of nowhere and whipped our ass. Yep. Humbled us for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 203 is a strong number. <laughs> all right, all right. So bench bench wasn't the best, but you guys are, you guys said you were super excited for deadlifts. Is that your guys' favorite favorite workout? For me, absolutely my favorite. Yeah. I think for me it's squats, but deadlift second. Close second for sure. Then let's talk about the deadlifts because, yo, that was the most exciting part of the competition, <laughs> to be honest. Jai, your yeah. vein was literally about to pop out of your head. Yeah, I got a <laughs> neck vein and a, like a forehead vein that pops out when I'm deadlifting. It's crazy. Yeah, so let's talk about it. Let's uh, share your guys' numbers if you want and talk about how you guys performed and how you felt going through it. Um, well, yeah, so going into the warm-up for deadlift, that was already exciting. It was warming up. It was yeah. like everyone was taking off their shirts. The energy was good. Yeah, yeah. and um, there was a lot of people in the back that were like this, the smaller like women in our flight mm -hmm. that were pulling heavy weight. So that was already hyping me up during warm-ups. But to get into the actual like... Uh, deadlift progression for me I started off 
my first attempt was fourth, like 435, I think, somewhere around there. 435 went up easy. Um, second attempt was 463, and that one, that one was good too. And then my third attempt, I forgot what it was, 470 something. 470, maybe. Yeah, that which was an all-time PR for me at the time. Um, yeah, that one was pretty rough. It it went up, but Janelle brought it up. I kind of like was doubting myself a little bit going into it, or not necessarily doubting myself, but not confident enough. Mm-hmm. And I did pull the weight up, and I just I just didn't lock out my knees. I got two red lights due to a soft lockout, and that was actually a, a good learning experience for me because I never focused on locking out my knees before. I just focused on like getting the weight up, getting my weight up, and yeah. then pulling my like pushing my chest out pretty much. I thought that was like what they were looking for. I didn't know I should be locking out my knees. Yeah. So yeah, worked on that. Yeah, Brennan. So before you guys did your deadlifts, you guys were hanging out with us for a little bit. And I think I was asking you about what the numbers were that you were going to try to attempt. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's crazy. You're going to hit it. And then you said, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, no, exactly. not with that mindset. You're going <laughs> to hit it, you know? Right, yeah. Yeah, and it, it was crazy. I mean, you had that. Now you know the only thing that they didn't, or the thing that they knocked you down on is locking out. But you were so close, man. Yeah, I mean, like, even during the lift, if you, like, I, you've seen the video, like, I shook my head at the top already because I was like, oh, there's no way that counted. But I thought I thought I got called on a red light for uh, hitching. Oh, I thought no, I was, like, bouncing it off my leg a little bit, but... Yeah, even when I look back now, my form wasn't the best, so I worked on it. Yeah, I could hit those numbers like pretty easy now. Yeah, so that that's a that's a learning experience for you to know. It's a learning experience for your coach to know, and also us as supporters. So now we know like if we see something like that happen again, we could yell at you like lock out yeah, your knees. Lock you know what I'm out. saying? Yeah, <laughs> which is ironic because it was called lock it out barbell, right? The gym, and you didn't lock, <laughs> lock it out, man. Uh, so Brendan definitely had some good lifts for deadlift. Uh, me, I got all three lifts good. PR the th- third. Yeah, PR the third. The second attempt matched my gym PR. And all, all in all, like I felt really good going into it. Uh, I don't know what it is about deadlift. The mindset of walking on stage, lifting it, and then just walking away, it just seems badass. Yep. Like squat seems kind of boring. You walk up, you squat it, that's it. You bench, that's kind of boring. But deadlift, you just pick up this massive weight off the ground. Yeah, they say the meat doesn't start till the bar hits the ground. So basically, when the deadlift, uh, when we start deadlifts, that's when the meat really starts. Oh, I didn't hear. I, I didn't yeah. know that. But yeah, deadlifts was a different energy. Uh, I definitely wish I can relive that moment. Mm-hmm. Deadlift was definitely a good highlight of the the, the meat for sure. Yeah, you could tell you guys were super hyped out, hyped about deadlifts because when you guys came out from the warm-up area, you guys had your shirts off. And I was telling everyone we were with, I was like, oh, shit, they're serious. Because you guys had shirts under your leotards for the first two lifts, but for the deadlifts, you guys took it off. I was like, oh, damn, they're getting serious right now. Yeah. I, well, also, we're only allowed to uh, take our shirts off during that lift. But it's optional, but we're like, hell yeah, let's do it. <laughs> also, it's a singlet, not a leotard. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad. But yeah, Jai, yeah, that right. that that third lift, that deadlift that you did, I think you were like extra hyped up. Maybe because it, you knew it was your last lift, but you were hyped up heavy, and like yeah, your you brain looked like it was gonna pop out of your fucking head. Mm. That was my la- that was my first and last time deadlifting, in my like first and last or my fuck. What am I trying to say? My last lift of my first meet. I had energy, I felt good, I had people supporting me, I just, I was super hyped and I yelled, I got the weight up, it flew up faster than I thought, could have went heavier, but Yeah, definitely, that flew up, but also what helped me during deadlifts is that for every attempt on that specific lift, Jai was the one going before me, because I I was going last for deadlifts, and then you were right before me, and Mm -hmm. I was like, I had goosebumps every single time Jai was on the stage because I was so hyped up. Yo, yeah. Especially the third one because he's like, this is a PR. And then when I saw him lift it, I was just, I was flabbergasted. (laughs) Yeah, I love that you mentioned the goosebumps that you had when you watched Jai because me supporting both of you and just being in the crowd, literally every time you guys stepped on that platform, I was like shaking. Like I was excited for you guys. I was nervous for you guys. I was like, oh, fuck. Like I was like 
hella shaking. So I couldn't imagine what you guys were feeling through that. But it was super awesome. Um, we were sitting in the back, but we would go up every time you guys lifted. My girlfriend mm -hmm. was up there screaming like crazy for you guys. I'm sure you heard her. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't hear her during the lift, surprisingly, the but in the videos, I was like, wow, I I'm surprised I didn't hear that. But like I, I said, I was just Yeah, focused. man, she she was loud. I mean, she was all the way in the front and she like echoed the whole gym while she was screaming <laughs> for you guys. It was awesome. Yeah, we needed that for sure. Yeah, so that was a very fun experience to go through with you guys. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about as far as your lifts for squats, bench press, and deadlifts? Um, well, real quick, uh, I can't emphasize enough how great everybody at the powerlift meet was. Like, we met so many people that, like, we ended up, like, you know, following a lot of people on Instagram and stuff. But it's just cool that, like, all these people are supporting you. You know what I mean? Like, it makes you want to continue working out, and then it gives you extra, like, competition but not necessarily competition but like people to chase i guess you could say there's always people that you know they're working so you need to be working too there was a mutual respect too no one at the end of the day cared what you lift it was the fact that you competed that you competed with them you yeah. know what i mean it's like these these big dudes i almost have more respect for them for showing up and competing, I don't really care how much weight they did because I know what they needed to do to get there. The training, the planning, the good sleep, the dedication, the, diet, the dedication. Them doing all that to show up, it kind of doesn't matter what they lift. Like, yeah, it's nice to see, but at the end of the day, I know the moment they get there, the majority of the work is already done. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, that, that's the weird thing about powerlifting. The majority of the work is kind of done when you get on stage. Now it's just about doing it one more time. Yeah, well, that's really cool for you guys. That's super awesome. It really helps when you have, when you're surrounded by like like-minded people who are going through similar paths as you. It really helps, you know. It helps you stay on track and want to do better for yourself and show up for yourself. So my question is, now what's next? From what I understand, you guys have already signed up for your next powerlifting meet. Tell us about <laughs> the details about that. Well, uh, yeah, we, we were already planning on doing another meet, but we weren't really too specific on it. But I think you might have been the same. I was just looking like at the next year, what was available in California. Mm -hmm. And we saw... It was you. I, oh, yeah. I was, I was bowling that day, and I was just wanted to look, and I saw that there was a meet at Barbell Brigade, which you've talked about is a big reason you started powerlifting. Yeah, I love that gym, love the idea, love everything about it. Yeah, so when we when I saw that, I screenshotted it and I sent it to Jai immediately. And yeah, I was like, I know it's early, but this is just an option for us. And then Jai was like, I'm signing up for it. Let's do it. I'm not, not missing the opportunity. It's close close to here. I've been there before. Like Brennan said, I, I enjoy the gym. And it's, uh, I don't know, I didn't want to miss it. Yeah. I, I'd rather sign up early for something I know I want to do, well, like why wait, you know? Yeah, exactly, because we have, that's not till July, so we got a lot of time left, but it keeps us, uh, you know, keeps us having a goal and to continue training. It's in six months. Oh, that's not that long. Yeah. That's all right. So yeah, Janelle, next one is up, and then we are possibly thinking about doing one in March, so an in-between that's going to be local in Las Vegas. So for the next one, if we do end up doing that, uh, we just we just drive down the street. Nothing too crazy. You can be barbecue after, party a little <laughs> bit. Like nothing. It, it's gonna be close to home. But the Barbell Brigade one in LA, that's gonna be more like the Lancaster Palmdale one, where we're gonna invite some people, Airbnb, make a whole trip out of it, and definitely excited for that. Super excited. I can't wait. Yeah, man. I, I can't wait to go out again and support you guys. You guys have your first power lift in the bag. The second one is in sight. You guys have learned a lot from your first one, and I'm sure you'll take it with you to your second one, so I can't wait to see what that looks like. I'm just overall super excited for the both of you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. I can't wait to get on the stage again. Dude, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thank you guys for sharing everything about your guys' powerlifting me. Is there anything I'm missing that you guys want to talk about? Uh, no, Janelle, I think no questions from us. Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah, we're good, Janelle. All right, this was a super fun episode. Thank you, Brennan and Jai, for sharing your experience about your your guys' very first powerlifting meet. It was 
an honor to be there to support you guys and to be part of this journey with you guys. Before we end this episode, I do want to hand it off to you guys. Maybe you guys have some lessons or quotes or some inspiring stuff to say to the people that are listening. Um, I think specifically for anyone that is looking to do, well, let's just let's just stick to powerlifting. So if any powerlifters or aspiring powerlifters that want to do a meet, don't wait till you're ready. Just sign up for it and then train. Because like I said, I've been, without dry, I probably would not have signed up for a meet because in my mind, I'm always like, oh, wait, I can get my numbers up. I don't want to do it till I till I hit certain numbers. But mm-hmm. yeah, I would say if you ask any powerlifters, they'll probably tell you the same thing. Just sign up for it. And then because I didn't make real progress until I really locked into this this powerlifting meet. Mm-hmm. And that helped a lot. That helped my progress like tenfold. So pretty much if you want to do powerlifting, like Brennan said, don't wait. Because then... Like you said, you could have questions. Oh, I'll do it when I'm ready. Am I ready? Like, you'll be ready. There is no you'll be ready. There is no ideal number. Just go out there, sign up, give it your best, and then sign up more after that. And then you can see the progress rather than waiting and waiting. Right. And I think what you get from signing up and then having that tunnel vision, that's where I think that's where a lot of the fun training and a lot of the fun times happen because now you have something to look forward to. Exactly. And don't be too focused on, you know, the numbers. Just Have it's more it's it. more about the experience. Like I would suggest anyone to to try a power lift meet, honestly. Just everything is so great about it. The environment, the people, the people supporting. It's mm-hmm. amazing. It's like to me there's not a lot of things that compare to the feeling of competing. So it, I felt like I was kind of on a high and that's why we signed up, I'm kind of chasing that high of being on the platform again. Yeah. You heard it here. No more getting high off drugs. Get high off powerlifting. Bye, everyone. Later. Hey, thanks for listening. If you liked the episode, please make sure to listen to others. And of course, give us a follow on at playing the hand you're dealt. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, and any other podcast platform, as well as on Instagram. If you follow us on those platforms, you can expect a new episode weekly with an inspirational quote to follow on our Instagram. And if you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone else who you think may get value out of it. If you have any feedback or would like to leave a review, we'd greatly appreciate it as we're always trying to grow and get better. Besides that, have a great fucking day and we'll see you next week.